There are clearly ethical reasons to protect the environment, but Dr Sam Fankhauser from the London School of Economics believes that ultimately it's economic motives that will make us change our ways. The recent heavy snowfall in Britain, he says, is a case in point. Estimates suggest it'll cost the UK economy up to £3 billion. You can look at the, the, the havoc that the extreme weather events cause, um, the floods we've had over the last two years, um, the snow we have today and what it's done to traffic. Weather does cause a cost, and if you do the balance between costs and benefits, you find out that reducing emissions can, can be cheaper than living with the consequences. You look at agriculture where you have to changes in agricultural yields, you look at coastlines where you have to spend a lot on coastal protection, you have to spend a lot of money on flood protection, you will find you have health impacts, higher health costs, uh, people being more ill more often in the summer, they're less ill in the winter, but on net aggregate you, you have higher health costs. You have a lot of costs in water systems, if you have droughts, if you have floods, you have to adjust your water systems. Tourism will shift, there will be some parts that are too hot to go to in the summer and uh, some parts where, you know, where the snow doesn't fall in the winter and so there's going to be readjustments. It's going to affect the whole economy, there's not going to be any sector that's ex excluded from it. I don't believe we can do a we can solve the problem on a voluntary basis. People need the sort of the price incentive, the signal before they do something. You can think of a, a carbon tax, you just tax carbon emissions and that's one way of doing it. Politically much easier because the word tax doesn't appear is to have a cap and trade system, to have carbon trading. And that's actually a market that's been existing for the last couple of years. It's growing very fast. It's doubling every year. It's doubled last year as well. It's now about the $100 billion market. And uh, it's, it's a very exciting market. You, you get the city involved in it. So you get people involved in it who don't care all that much about climate change, but they care about money and they do their bit. There are those who argue that the economic incentives on offer to reduce emissions are cynical and unfair. They say it's wrong, for instance, to allow multinational companies to dump their carbon in the third world. Dr Fankhauser takes a different view. Climate change is one of those problems. The atmosphere doesn't care where emissions are reduced. So you really can do it in the place where it's cheapest to do. And in many instances, the cheapest way to do it is actually here with energy efficiency and things like that. But there are also very cheap options, deforestation, um, industrial energy efficiency in developing countries. And why should we spend $1 and get half the amount of carbon reductions just by doing it here if we can do it more efficiently somewhere else? All trade is beneficial to, to all parties. It has to be, otherwise the trade doesn't take place. And we, we, we shouldn't forget that, OK, we can do our carbon trading. There's a certain north-south flow of money um, that is beneficial to the south. If it's structured well, it's beneficial to the north. Um, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of things we have to do at home. We can't reduce carbon emissions by 80%, which the government is now committed to do. We can't do that without changing what we do at home. Some environmentalists fear that the economic recession will make us less inclined to invest in cutting emissions. Dr Fankhauser believes there's a strong argument for actually spending more. The climate change is a long-term problem. We sort of have to reduce emissions between now and 2050. And between now and 2050 there will be many a boom and many a bust. So the problem is independent of the business cycle. The other short-term answer is that everybody talks about the green fiscal stimulus, the idea 
of investing and kickstarting the economy through public sector investment, a lot of those sorts of investment can actually be green investment, energy efficiency, uh, renewable energy, those are things, if structured well, um, they can give the economy a boost, so it's something we can do now. The climate investments we are talking about, they are urgent, they have to be done. It's a question of doing them now or doing them tomorrow, it's not a question of not doing them. And you, other people will argue at the moment certain certain jobs are, are a lot cheaper. There's uh, more labour around to, to do certain investments than in a period of boom where you're crowding out other investments. I think we need clear signals from Copenhagen that uh, the world is serious about constraining carbon. Um, so we need a deal in Copenhagen that is setting clear emission reduction targets. The economy people will then respond. If those targets are credible, people will respond. They will change their investment patterns, their consumption patterns. But they need the signal coming out of Copenhagen that the world is serious about it.